0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Let's look ahead. We got on October 16th, of course, a municipal election. And uh, I wonder if we're going to see some some tight races this time around. I'm, I'm hoping that the stakes are higher this time around, because typically people don't get engaged by civic elections. And there are all kinds of reasons for that, I think. I mean, part of it is maybe we we just feel a sense of inevitability that incumbents are are going to win. It's basically the incumbent versus a crowded field and that splits the anti-incumbent vote and very little changes. Uh, Certainly in Calgary, we we see a tendency where incumbent mayors are easily reelected. We saw last time it held true for Nenshi, but will it this time? We've got some, some wards, obviously, that are not going to have incumbents, so there could be some competitive races there. And, I mean, Calgary's been through a lot. I think there are a lot of issues that do matter to people, and hopefully that's going to translate into interest in this election campaign. You know, things like taxes, infrastructure. You know, big items like a new arena, Olympics. There's a lot. There's a lot that that I think matters to people, and will hopefully keep people engaged. Now, the issue of uh, third-party groups and third-party spending has come up. And now this has come up before. There have been groups in the past, on both the right and the left, that have attempted to raise issues during campaigns or even potentially target certain candidates. So along comes this group called Save Calgary. Uh, and they seem to be more of, I guess, a small-c conservative group. And they're targeting what they view as big tax, big spenders on city council, some of the more progressive wing of those on council. So questions being raised about, well, who are these people? Who's funding these people? What's their real agenda? What's going on? And there's a lot of anonymity around it. I mean, they do have a spokesperson. I know he was on with Danielle, I think it was last week, kind of explaining who they are, what they represent. But beyond that person, there's, I guess we don't know much about them. Uh, we do know, though, that they are targeting uh, certain certain candidates. Well, one of them is is speaking out saying this group needs to come clean about who they are and who's funding them, and other candidates need to come clean about whether they're working with this group at all. Drew Farrell is the incumbent running again in Ward 7, and she joins us on the line here this afternoon. Drew, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Hello. Okay, so uh, explain this to us because apparently you're one of the incumbents that's been targeted by this group. Is that right?
1: I, I am. There are several progressive, actually most of the progressive councilors on City Council are being targeted. And, but I would I would be upset by this regardless of who is being targeted. Even if it wasn't me, it, it it's circumventing the rules. It's it's an anonymous group. We don't know who we're dealing with and what their interests are. There's certainly not the interest of Ward Seven, um, or I wouldn't be able to identify that and. So I think we've got a problem with campaign finance in general.
0: Well, you said they're circumventing the rules. I mean, are, are they breaking any rules? I, maybe one no. of the arguments that's been raised is that there's there's not a lot of rules governing this.
1: That's certainly the argument I've been re- raising for some time. PACs are fairly new for for Canada. For Calgary, we saw we saw a. In 2013, tried to influence the election, and this group uh, is—we don't know who they represent. It could be an individual, it could be a group. What what their motivation is, and and so those th- that transparency is incredibly important when you look at the ability to influence election. By a secret group. and But we need to look at campaign finance reform in general. It's something that I've been bringing forward for many years and have been unsuccessful in making substantive changes. And so we really need to rely on the province of Alberta to step in for municipalities in Alberta. We have the most lax campaign finance rules in the country, and it's time to change
0: Okay, so what what is it that this group is doing? Are they running ads? Are they buying billboards, putting up signs? What are they doing exactly?
1: They're doing all of those things, and they're targeting individuals, progressive members of council. They're identifying, they're going back in history, you know, um, you know with issues that came up in 2010, for example, and they're very singular and and. Choosing the issues they bring forward, and so it's not. I, I, it's really important to have oversight and have groups that are are watching council and talking about our track record. But it has to be done in a in an open and transparent way, and and um, in a neutral way, and let let Calgarians decide. Calgarians don't want to see the kind of U.S. politics that we're that we're saying south of the border, the negative politicking. It's not good for democracy. We certainly don't want to see that move north of the border.
0: In terms of how much they can spend, or in terms even of how much candidates can spend, are, are there limits right now?
1: No, there are no campaign finance limits. So there are very moderate um, limits on how much you can you can receive from a particular individual or corporation what I've been asking for is let's eliminate corporate and union donors let's bring in campaign finance limits we've been spending a tremendous amount on campaigns they're getting more and more expensive There's, we're spending more on counselor campaigns than we used to spend on mayor campaigns and and it's it's very difficult for a non- incumbent to to have a fair playing field and it doesn't mean that you can't win i think volunteers are what win an election but it certainly does change the outcome somewhat
0: okay you've also called on other candidates to disclose or come forward with any connections they might have to to this group what, what connections might those be
1: Well, I don't know. Are they receiving funding? Are they receiving support? Um, Are they receiving in-kind donations? Our rules are so lax, and there's no auditing at the end of it, that you really don't have to declare very much. But I'm just asking all candidates to voluntarily declare whether they are associated with this particular group and to voluntarily release their donors prior to the election, prior to October
0: 16th. Okay, and are there rules around disclosing that information?
1: No. No, there are not. Okay. There, there really should be. That would be a basic for me. Um, but it, it's not required prior to the election. After the election, yes, but not prior to the election. And I think people would like to know
0: who's funding particular campaigns. Yeah, sure. Now, in terms of, of this particular group, uh, as far as I'm aware, they ha- they're not endorsing anybody. Is that your understanding? No,
1: I, I, I think that's correct. I think they're particularly targeting right. individuals, and it's the progressive members of council. And one of the strengths that we have at the City of Calgary is the variety of voices that sit around the council chamber. It's important to have that debate, even if it gets spicy, even if we, we get angry with each other once in a while, that that debate is healthy, because it means that we've talked about a topic and, and at least have all the information before making a decision. But if you try and have one group completely take over counts, I don't, I don't think that's good for democracy, and certainly not good for the ward. We represent citywide interests, but we also represent the needs of our constituents. And I can't imagine that this particular group has the needs of Ward Seven constituents in mind.
0: Okay. And does this fall to the province, though, to, to change these rules? I've
1: attempted several times to bring forward campaign finance rules. They, they're very difficult for a municipality to enforce. So it's so it would be better, regardless, if the if the province brought in rules, and then it's enforceable. And, and but it. W- Calgary has been a- unable to move forward with campaign finance reform. The one thing we did do is we eliminated the ability to keep our surpluses at the end of our our careers. And that used to be a big issue in the past. We can't do that now, thankfully. Right. But it, it's uh, our rules are pretty basic and lax, And, and, locks, and uh, yeah, I think we can do better. Calgarians want us to do better.
0: Right so you you've got this group that's that's targeted you of course you also had a, a lawsuit that was filed against you uh, a few months ago and that's hanging over uh, heading into this campaign where Where does that stand that's well that is in the legal process and
1: uh, and we'll see i mean it, it's certainly my my feeling my impression that uh, this was politically motivated. it was meant to intimidate me prior to the campaign. there's a lot of common language between save Calgary and this particular lawsuit they reference it and so it may be connected it may not be but uh, I just I just continue to fight for my
0: constituents all right so that, that continues that's unlikely to be resolved before the election
1: oh I I think these take the, these issues take take time and we have to let the court system um, go through its proper process
0: uh, and on an unrelated note, I know there's some some matters that council needs to deal with uh, before the election. Do, do you have any update for us on what's going on with the Midfield uh, Mobile Home Park? Is, is a decision close on that? Do, do you have any insight on what's going on?
1: That's not in my constituency at the moment, but it's it's a really unfortunate situation, and uh, and as far, we'll be getting an update, I I would imagine on on Monday when council uh, starts sitting again.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll leave it there for now. Drew Farrell, appreciate you making some time for us here this afternoon. Thanks for this. Thank you. Okay, there you go. That's uh, Ward 7's Drew Farrell. So she's speaking out against this group, Save Calgary, and calling on other candidates to disclose whether they have any kind of connection to them. Here's the thing. Look, if, if you really want to sort of surreptitiously tilt an election in a certain direction, you don't need to give yourself this kind of visibility. Right, So this group, Save Calgary, they're, they're really planting their flag here and calling attention to themselves. If you're a deep-pocketed person with an agenda, uh, be a lot quieter to simply uh, give large donations to candidates who are running against the, the people you want to lose. So I'd be okay with some rules around this. I mean, hopefully the rules aren't too stringent, because I do think it's, it's good for democracy to have different groups and individuals having a say and having their voice in an election campaign. Don't leave the uh, incumbents to be the ones to set the agenda. And certainly in municipal elections, there was a built-in incumbent advantage. So you can go to SaveCalgary.com to, to see the website of this group. Now, Hayden Place is the, the name of the young man who's sort of the, the face of this group, or the spokesperson. I know he's got some connections to the Manning Center, so I don't take that for whatever it's worth. The website says Save Calgary is a group of concerned everyday citizens who want to see change at City Hall. We believe that City Council prefers telling citizens how we should live instead of being responsive to Calgarians' wishes and desires. We've set up this website critiquing wherever Council is being reckless with taxpayers' money, putting pet projects ahead of everyday families, and for the relentless increases to business and property taxes. Okay, that seems reasonable. I guess the question is, well, how much are they spending? Are they spending a few hundred dollars, a few thousand dollars? Are they spending a few million dollars? What are we okay with? And on the pe- there were certainly people who weren't necessarily comfortable with some of the outside groups that targeted Stephen Harper and the conservatives in the last federal election. So I suspect maybe people's views on this might come down to uh, who's doing the targeting and who's being targeted. That said, though, if we had rules that simply said, "Okay, look, you can operate as as a political action committee or a group like this," you simply need to register as one, uh, and there there would be some limits. I, I would think reasonable limits. But I don't have a problem in in general and in theory with groups like this operating and raising other issues and having an say uh, say in an election campaign. And we've had other groups do it too. I mean, a few people have pointed out you had Civic Camp going back a few years. uh, And certainly they were coming at it from a different perspective, but they were trying to raise issues as well. So this isn't the first outside group we've had, even in municipal politics. So what do you make of this? 403-974-8255 is our number, 974-TALK. We're back with more right after this.